Blog Talk Radio. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Boss Man Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today, we have them from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. Building strong passions 
and meditation, which is probably one of my, um, and we'll, we'll talk about why it's my favorite when we get there. So let's go ahead and talk about building strong connections or strengthening your connections. It's important to incorporate joy and spirit and relaxation into your life, um, build healthy lifestyle. And so I'd like to give four C's, C's as in cats, um, to creating that joy, joy and relaxation, right? So we're looking at the first C, connect with yourself, connect with others connect to your community, and create joy and passion. The first C. The first C talks about connecting with yourself and what that looks like. And really, it's super simple, right? Um, and and studying with yourself periodically. We've talked on different segments about doing a body scan and what that looks like, being present with your inner self and what that right. So a lot of times, you don't really realize that things are changing, things are evolving, or going through transitions, and just really be present with whatever that looks like. Most times it comes as in a stressor, right? We talk about maintaining stress in another segment. But if we're able to get a different perspective and say, you know, hey, what is going on? Different life looks the same. Acknowledging that that is it, but not bringing judgment to it, okay? So in ways to do that, you can journal about your experiences. I remember talking about that in another um, segment. Keeping a journal. Right. Hmm? What do you the right. As you said, most women like to write stuff down. Yes. Top of my head. We talked about that. So what do you write down? Um, and that's fine. Uh, we also talked about what the, um, when you get together, I think women were drinking wine and the guys drink beer. I don't exactly remember. But um, yes. keeping keeping a journal is really a great way to learn about yourself. So whether it's a, excuse me, a digital journal or it's a traditional pen and paper, which actually I have a slight nerd moment. Uh, when you're using and paper, you're accessing your tactile skills. Um, so those are the skills that originate in front in your brain that's responsible for executive function, making, and higher thinking, right? So we're also integrating aspects of our, uh, the lobes of the brain in order to continue to be progressive and maintaining uh, of our brain tissue. Okay, so that was kind of a little nerd moment. But when you're integrating writing, versus typing, um, looks timidness and timidship can change whether it's cursive or it's print, um, it's all caps or whether it's caps. So you can get super deep into it, but that's kind of it. But if you're able to keep a journal, whether it's digital on your phone, make a couple notes, um, that allows you to kind of track where you are and the things that you're, you're in, um, at the present time. Um, another way is to, uh, when you're connecting yourself, is to come at it and share your story, right? So, um, for me personally, I've got a couple different stories and a couple different advocacies that I am involved in. One of them, as we talked in another segment of surrogacy, so I'm from a gestational surrogate for another family that's unable to create their family. And for me, that is healing, especially with the history that um, I come from. So if you're interested in that, then, you know, tap back into our first segments that we did together about what my journey was. And that's also helped for me to be able to connect with myself understand manage myself a lot better because there's a lot of things that go on on a daily basis that I'm not in control of and that's where the stress comes in, right? You want to manage it, just suppress it or not even deal with it. So the second C exactly. the second C is connect with others. So building a lot of people that are gonna be a support system for you and vice versa you for them. And when we're around people that help improve the mood and improve how we feel and connect with one another on a more intimate level we're really becoming more balanced. We also just socialization, networking, finding out um, different things that you like that you don't like, and doing it with a group of people can also allow you to have increased happiness, better health, and really overall a longer life. Okay, 
Now the hey, third, yes. You believe this? I'm actually anti-social. You don't believe that though. You're anti-social. Like a whole radio station, like your book. Outside of the radio world, uh huh. It was just in my personal life when I back into the main per se. Yeah. I'm anti-social. Is it anti-social or is it more of an introvert personality where you would prefer to be within your own safe space versus, um, you know, and gather your own energy, be your own balance within your own self, right? Or you know, you just kind of don't want to deal with other people. I'm usually around a guy named JC a lot, and uh-huh. when we're outside of the radio, we want to see I just kind of don't like the face. But <laughs> so with the radio world, I'm cool and, and, and congenial, jovial, blah blah blah. But once <laughs> I just feel back out, but remain, you just have to be in Johnson. We don't want to be bothered. Okay, you know? well, I received that, like, right? Okay. And so it's like one of them things where, you know, you. I say play, you play a role, but it's like you know you know what your job is. When you turn off your job, you just you become who who you really are. Uh, so for me, when I'm inside the radio, I talk fast, I roll something because I'm dominican by mm-hmm. by default, and I don't want to deal with people. Yeah. Now, so I tell you, uh, we're together. We don't like to be bothered. We just do what I think. So, John, how do you feel? Like, are you introverted or more extroverted? Uh, I'm extroverted, but. I would say I'm good, and mm-hmm. I will start a conversation with random people, like at the store or whatever, if I'm waiting in line. I'm the type of person that will just say something to, you know, BS back and forth. But in my downtime, like when I come home from work, I'm just with a family or have a little bit of alone time by myself. Or maybe I'll sit out back and get a cold, you know, glass of water or tea or something, just, just maybe flip through my phone. But really just I like to have some period of time in my life where I'm just, just quiet time for me. But – as a you know overarching theme in my life, I am extroverted. Now I love diversity because you know we come into this as a platform, and you know we we have conversations with um, different guests on the show, or even the dialogue between three. It's interesting to see different people's backgrounds and what it looks like to kind of be off, unplugged, if you will, and see what that true personality is. And and honestly, like there's no good, bad, or really indifferent. It's just. How how do we regain our energy? How do we regain our space back, our, our courage? And so I love the dialogue between, you know, JR's off-mode and John, your off-mode. And even though I think I am inverted, um, I do like to exchange different energies with people, um, and that's just what I do in, in the in the that I work in. But I also do appreciate that alone time where I am off. You know, I turn off my phone. It's either on Do Not Disturb or it's just on airplane mode where I take space. Um, reserve some time for myself, and it could be simple as being outside, drinking a glass of water, or it could be me taking a yoga class or reading a book, right? So those are the things that kind of regenerate my energy, even though I'm a little interesting. So I love the fact that we were able to share that. Um, but as we continue, I want to jump into the fourth one, uh, the fourth one, create joy and satisfaction. And really that's kind of self-explanatory. Um, studies will show that induces pain and reduces anxiety and helps your heart and your lungs and promotes muscle relaxation. Even having positive emotions can decrease stress hormones um, and building strength. And even leisure activities allow you to um, healthy distractions from some of And so um, different tips that I can offer really is maybe do something that you love to do as a kid, right? Running through the sprinklers or climbing on stars. Um, do something that you've always wanted to do or listen or watch the 
a comedy show or so they're massage. I mean, that's like a go-to, right? Um, and then the last one, which is, of course, my favorite because of the field I'm in, is just take a direct, you know, a blue sky or a scenic lake or a route, you know, that you may take on a trail or even, you know, any mountain. Um, the last uh, suggestion that I have, last tip of taking good care of yourself is the meditation, right? And I'll stick with this one. Meditation is really simple. It's really simple. A lot of people think that you've got to be in tune with your body. You've got to have this mantra. You've got to be a yogi. Um, and, you know, you, you just you have to have all these things. And that's all it's really simple as being still. So the different types of meditation um, that our audience can kind of dive into at a later time is you can meditate deep breathing, right? You're sitting or lying comfortably. You're resting your hands on your stomach and slowly count to four while and through your nose and your stomach rise. You then hold your breath for a second and slowly count to four while you exhale um, properly um, through kind of your lips being a little first. Um, and then just allow your stomach to fall slowly. You that time to beat it. You've also got mindful meditation, which is where you're being mindful of your breath work. So you're focusing on your breath. So it's easy to have through the awareness without judgment. And we just talked about that. Um, not having judgment, but just having awareness with your body. And if your mind starts to wander, try to tap to do to return back to that focused breath, right? So that's mindful meditation. Uh, you've got visualization. Visual, visualization will open your eyes. Relax and just imagine a peaceful place. Um, whatever that looks like for you, and engage all of your senses. What do you smell? What do you hear? What do you feel? Um, and then going from there. So that's visualization. Uh, repeating a mantra. Right? So we're huge right now in our culture of uh, positive affirmation. What affirmation am I going to live through today? And so that's really just sitting quietly, taking any meaningful word or phrase or even a sound, right? Sound therapy. Um, and just repeating that mantra aloud or silently being able to physically relax. And the last one is participate in a meditative form of exercise. We talk about yoga, body, tai chi. Um, so really those are the type of different medications that will really get your body centered. So that way you're able to um, offer something to your body and help with anxiety and depression and even some physical things like cancer, chronic pain, asthma, heart disease, and even high blood pressure. So those four things to wrap up part two. Like I said, um, tapping part one, if you'd like to look into the full segment, um, we talked about looking for goals, caring for yourself, and today we talked about building strong connections and meditating. So that's what I have for today. So, uh, Doctor, I just wanted to um, touch on the breathing a little bit. Um, yeah. There was a period in my life I was dealing with some anxiety, and I was taught, uh, you call it square breathing, which sounds like, uh, deep breathing technique that you were talking about, where I breathe in for four seconds, hold for four seconds, exhale for four, hold for four, so on and so forth. Is that something that um, would be commonly recommended for people who, who deal with anxiety or to calm their mind and then and help prevent their mind from racing? Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many different breathing techniques, to be honest with you. Um, from what I know, the limited information of square breathing is, is you're looking at, like you said, the technique of working. Like you're inhaling for four seconds, you hold for four seconds, you're exhaling for four seconds, and you're repeating that four times. And really breathing, I'm really specific without getting too deep into it, because um, y'all know I'll go off and nerd tangent. Um, but breathing comes from... <laughs> well, breathing comes from your parasympathetic system, right? So if you're looking at fight or fight, which is your sympathetic system, that's that your brain leaks, right? Because your brain doesn't physically have eyes. It takes in every um, sensation, right? It takes in what comes in from your eyes, what you're hearing, what you're thinking, what the receptors are giving you, right? And then it interprets it. Um, 
into something that is uh, recognizable, right? So our brain doesn't really have eyes. It just takes in all those senses at once. And so when we're in this sympathetic system, which is in lame term known as fight or fight, you have increased heart rate, your diet, your um, pupils are dilated, um, blood pressure is higher, all of the uh, circulation is going to your muscles, right? It's not going to be centered into your organs because you're concerned of running away because it's like a bear's tummy. You're going to fly out of dodge in order not to get eaten by the bear. So our body knows no difference when you are handling a stressful situation and not being able to really tap into the balance or the homeostasis of um, integrating parasympathetic, right, which brings me to the breathing aspect of it. Breathing is so fundamental. A lot of times we don't really know how to breathe. When I speak speak about breathing to my patients, you know, I tend to do whatever their typical breath is, right? So it's like, okay, just breathe normally. Like, what does that look like for you? And then we start to talk about are you breathing, breathing through your chest. Are you belly breathing? Are you doing both? Are you doing a circumduction breathing, which means you're breathing anterior, posterior, and laterally. So you're doing a 360 breathing. Um, so like I said, it can get super, super deep. But um, to keep it really simple, when it's I find that they, they're either holding their breath or doing the shallow breathing, which is the chest breathing. So your diaphragm, which is directly the dome-shaped muscle, kind of like a Georgia dome, um, a dome-shaped muscle that's directly underneath your lungs and your abdominal organ um, with your lungs. So if you're not expanding your diaphragm, right, you're losing motion, you're losing oxygen and carbon dioxide exchange, right, so your gas is exchanged, and you're not really getting the nutrients that you need or to function optimally, which your brain needs oxygen. Um, it needs three things. It needs oxygen, glucose, which is simple sugar. Um, it needs oxygen in order for it to function properly. Your body needs so much more, but you know, on a fundamental level, if we're not breathing appropriately, then we're creating these preventable diseases or conditions that end up having these residual effects, right? Kind of a domino effect. So getting back to the technique of deep breathing and the breathing, when you're looking at the parasympathetic system, um, which is the rest, and digest, right? So you're looking at organs, digestive system, and then also resting, resting your muscles, resting your, your mind, resting your body. Um, when we don't tap into that, we don't have to function properly with this homeostasis conversation, right? When you mean by that, it's natural to have your parasympathetic system and your sympathetic system kind of go on this seesaw approach, right? That's homeostasis, finding that balance. So there are going to be situations where you're going to mix exercising. That elevates your heart rate. That's going to dilate your pupils. Um, but then also taking some time um, for yourself, your body, that like relaxation, breathing techniques, that helps you level that um, stimulation that you just had from the system to also be able to bring it down. So your body is supposed to go through this kind of seesaw approach. A lot of times in our community, what I find is that we don't know how to breathe, which we learn how to do tummy time as a baby. And you start to kind of push up, and you're in this point that really rocking back and forth and figuring out what that pelvis looks like. And they start to pull up, right? Then they start to kind of figure out what their pelvis is. So it's almost like a looking breath, right? If you can find that imagery. And then they start to walk, and maybe stun. You know, so you're going through these developmental processes or these milestones, which you call in a clinical world. It's the same thing with breathing. You have to be able to teach yourself how to breathe or do have it to be a natural habit. Because we don't sit still and teach ourselves how to breathe, we don't breathe. Either we don't breathe or we don't breathe appropriately. So when you're looking at the technique of the square breathing or deep breathing or uh, any other type of breathing that you've been exposed to, it's really important to understand why you're breathing and the effects uh, and benefits that come from breathing, especially when we're in a society that is juice. It is going to come. 
You can't control it. It's just how you maintain it. But to make a full circle, back to your question, John, absolutely to be able to um, access breathing techniques, especially in stressful situations, in order to not only manage stress, but to reduce the opportunities to encounter preventative diseases or conditions. Nice. Makes sense yeah. to me. I was I was just like sitting here taking some notes on what you're saying. I was making my little notes over here. Yeah, it makes makes perfect sense to me. I never um thought about it from that perspective before. Obviously I was on the other side of it getting advice, so now I know why the advice is given and it makes a lot of sense to me. Thank you. Yeah, no, no problem. your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions. Also, a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. <laughs> 